0: and we are live welcome to two guys in a bed podcast the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy it is wednesday october 24th thanks for tuning in we got another great show lined up for you yet again this Wednesday night. Uh, we got a caller into the show this week, uh, kind of a long-winded caller, but we got a caller nonetheless. We got somebody who sets a record that nobody wants, and we're going to talk about is this the first season in WRBF where there's no parody. We're going to talk about that, um, but before we do, we got to introduce my co-host here, Tyricosaurus Rect. Are you there?
1: Hey, what's up? Uh, No longer Tyreka Source Wrecked. Better uh, change that on your sheet there, buddy. I'm back in black. Back in the win column. I told you it was coming this week. It's your boy. Carry on my woo-word, son. Good to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: It's good to have you, champ. Congratulations on your big win. We'll definitely get into that in a little bit as we look back at week seven. But before we do, we're going to do it. We didn't even talk about it. Tyler, do we have any sponsors this week?
1: Yeah, coming up. Uh, just in general, you know, it's that time of year. Our sponsor this week is candy. <laughs> you know, because it's Halloween, and uh, you better get your candy ready, boys. It's big, it's big, gonna be mean big business for Dogwood Dental coming up. <laughs> That's that time of year.
0: So, what's your policy? Do you? I know the kids dress up. You got a couple little ones over there, the Callahan residents. Do you and, and your wife, Amanda, do y'all dress up or are you just, just the kids? Do y'all do like a family thing together? What what do you guys do over well, there? We we have
1: not dressed up yet. We had considered all dressing up as the story bots. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that. Might do not that yet. next year. Yeah, Max is still in the superheroes. He's wanting to be uh, Captain America for the third year in a row, going strong.
0: <laughs> if it ain't broke, uh, man.
1: That's right. I think we're uh, – I think I've talked him into Iron Man, though. So we're trying to switch it up a little bit.
0: There you go. Well, who, who, I, w- I would love to see and, you as Wonder Woman.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I got the. I'm I'm getting the the bust <laughs> lined up. If I squeeze them
0: in tight. Oh man. All right. Well, let's get rolling. Let's look back at week number seven in WRBF. We're going to start with a game of the week. We na- we named it the game of the week last week, and it did not. <laughs> live up to the hype at all tim versus tucker tim wins 130.9 to 50 mm. yeah to 50 um so tim stays a perfect five and oh against tucker in the all-time head-to-head record and with this win tim kind of separates himself from the bottom four of the league and if the playoffs started right now he would have he would be in the playoffs um so congratulations tim on the big win Uh, Tucker, so Tucker gets renamed for the second week in a row. Tim changes his name to miss manager of the year. I like it. I'm okay Mm. with it. I like that. I like that. Uh, Tucker, a couple of things about Tucker. Um, he has the lowest point total in the entire league. Um, he's the only team who hasn't scored 700 points this season. um, And, oh, the fun little factoid, uh, this was the lowest single-game score in WRBF since round one of the playoffs in 2016. So, in almost two seasons.
1: Yeah, I went back and looked up some of the lowest scores the other day. Yeah, what you got? Um well, I don't, you know, I don't have it in front of me oh, right perfect. second, but yeah, I, I did notice that um, it was a top, like a well, top five, bottom five, however you want to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I I'm, a, I'm referring to the modern era of WRBF as when I joined, <laughs> so, <laughs> right. you know, I, I did look back and there were some seasons like like in the beginning D, dj scored 20 or something and i yeah. you know i wanted to i wanted to compare apples to apples when we started doing ppr and all that stuff and the, the merger right. yeah right right so uh yeah tucker is just i think it's going to be a record setting season for his, him uh in in a way no one wants but we'll get to that in just a second
0: yeah any way you slice it tucker's team is bad is really really bad there's just no other way of putting it so
1: and and you know i looked i was like how can i help tucker in a trade maybe like i i really i don't want to just get a man when he's down like you do and with trades i really want to try to help the man but he just doesn't have anybody that he would be willing to give up that i that i want you know what i mean
0: yeah the only guy i'm like considering buying low on is rob gronkowski and I'm not so sure this isn't going to be, like, a nagging thing where even when he's out there, he's just a, a decoy, you know. I don't – there's nobody yeah. else I want on his team either. Yeah? And I don't want to help him. I don't want to give him good players and then that come back to bite me you know, and <laughs> where later.
1: Yeah, I understand. I understand. I think somehow uh, Rob Gronkowski found out he was on Tucker's team, man, and he's just – he's tanked for the season. He's tanking it.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well – yeah, it couldn't happen to a, a a better guy, I guess, you know. Yeah. All right, next up we got Logan going up against Steve. Logan with the big
2: Chap, 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 Chap.
0: takes down Steve, 92.1 to 89.8. Logan gets his first win against Steve, but it wasn't very impressive. Uh, so Logan's 92.1 sets a season record for the lowest point scored and still get a win. And – to to talk about his loss firsthand, we've got Steve, who called into the show. Steve, are you there?
2: Hey, two guys in a bed podcast. Uh, Steve Johnson, owner of Vandalay Latex Bailton. I want to give you a call and kind of give you a, a recap of how awesome my team is and uh, a little play-by-play of some of the worst fantasy coaching in the history of the league, I would have to say. So um, – Love the guys. Love the things you guys do for the podcast. Uh, Love everything this league brings. Um, Thanks for doing it. Thank you. All right. So, uh, play-by-play, for those of you that did not catch the scintillating one-win Giants versus a two-win Falcons last night, uh, all the way through the fourth quarter, here's how it played out with me and Logan. So, here I've got Logan on the ropes. I'm in a survival week. You know, just survive in advance. I've got uh, most of my benches on fire injured. So just trying to make it through. I've got the Giants and the Falcons. I've got Barkley and Ingram, and then I've got the Falcons' defense because I know how much the Giants suck. Which was working out pretty well. Not as good as I had hoped, but by the fourth quarter, at the end, last two minutes, I've got I'm up by 0.7 points. The Falcons have the ball. Uh, they're up 20 to 12. So less than two minutes to go. They decide to kick a field goal. Go up by two scores. Smart move for the Falcons. Bad move for my fantasy team. So, they kick the field goal. Go up 23-12. Kick off to the Giants. Callin wake up, Giants wake up, wake up. up. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Markley's going to get a catch Still down. talking. We'll get a catch. Good to go. Close this out. Or Eli throws a pick, and I win. no. So, Eli, uh, Falcons are in a prevent. so... Eli, there's a bomb, 50-yard bomb down the field to Sterling Shepard, a guy I dropped. Um, <laughs> that puts him over 400 yards. All of a sudden, I take a point off my D, and I'm down by 0.3 points. I'm like, all right, so that sucks. but Still know, got a chance. Still get there. Yeah.
1: There's that glimmer of hope.
2: Down goal to go. We've got goal to go on the half-yard line. Eli Manning, the sturdy Eli Manning. Brains' uterus. On the way. QB dive. (laughs) All right, that didn't work. Uh, Let's try it again. Let's QB dive up the middle. Ducks again. Meanwhile, Saquon Barkley holding his schlong just behind Eli. Wondering what the hell is going on. So, finish (laughs) up with that. We've got a late touchdown garbage to Odell Beckham. Touched the Giants at 20 points cementing my two and a half point loss to Logan. So, that's how my week went. I hope you guys enjoyed your week. Uh, FML, appropriately named, I had on my bench if you check, not only did that all go down, but I had two spots on my roster who were not on by or injured. Both of those spots outplayed my starters and would have won me the game if I started either of them. So,
1: Hmm, from the Tucker playbook.
2: Uh, love the league I uh, <laughs> should be doing a lot better. As I said, I think you told me last week. That my my team is being held back by me, and uh, hopefully next time I call, I'll be eight season in the playoffs, and we'll go from there. All right, uh, take it easy. I'm gonna go pull my hair out and uh, have a good rest of the podcast.
0: All right. Well, first off, thanks, Steve, for calling and leaving the voicemail. Uh, great, great feedback, and you could really, did a good job of kind of painting a picture in your mind of how it all went down, watching that game on Monday night between the Falcons and the Giants, and just seeing the wind, the wind being just uh, taken from them the very last second, and uh, and I think what burns the most, what had to burn the most is, he picked up the Falcons D, and he's kind of rooting against his team there at the end, you know, he needs the Falcons D to hold him, but he wants the Giants to score to win, so that's pretty tough. I know that was tough for him to talk about, so I do do appreciate you calling in, Steve. Uh, Callahan, what are, what are your thoughts on the Logan and Steve matchup?
1: Man, it is always tough to lose on a Monday night, but it just makes it so much worse when it's a team that you root for, you know, outside of fantasy. Right. That That is the cause of you losing. Like, it's just oh, – there's so much irony in that whole situation that it's right. – you can't you can't make this stuff up, man. It's just yeah.
0: And I love how he points out that he, you know, he had Sterling Shepard but dropped him and then that, you know, potentially he could have won with them. And then like Steve brought up, he he would have won if he would have stuck with the Bears defense instead of the Falcons D. He would have won. He would have slept like a baby, you know, Monday night. Not having to worry about it. But Yeah. Tough, tough loss for Steve. And, you know, looking back, this could be the loss that really, you know, keeps him out of the playoffs down the road and then that's going to make it sting even worse. So,
1: and and if Saquon would have been the one that scored the touchdown, that would have offset the swing in points of the defense.
0: Right, because Steve has Saquon. That's right.
1: Yeah, man, it's just so many so many layers. That's a that's an onion.
0: Yeah, that's a great way to describe it. That's a great way. All right, well, let's look at your matchup against Ryan. Uh, going into it, I thought you you know could have given ryan his first win but you you pull out the win you win 140.8 to 124.3 get your first ever win against ryan all right so before i get into to my commentary let's let us let you take it from the top man tell me about that matchup you had against ryan
1: that's right there'll be i don't give any charity stuff out in october my man i will throw some change in the big red bucket um outside of walmart you know when they're ringing the bell but there'll be be no there'll be no fantasy football wins given out from the champ
0: Mm -hmm.
1: that's where you went wrong buddy Mm -hmm. well uh, tough tough loss for ryan though you know he his team did as good as you can ask his group of misfits to do um would have beaten you know a lot of other teams in the league you know would have beaten nick this week would have beaten dale this week would have beaten both Logan and Steve. Um, You know. A couple man, more guys. Who else couple, would have beaten? Yeah, mean? a couple more. Would have beaten TJ. Would have beaten uh, – t- well, would have beaten Tucker, but I don't really have to say that. Everyone would have beaten Tucker. <laughs> oh. I think everyone almost would have renamed Tucker. That was a <laughs> – that, that would have been a great stat of the week. <laughs> he mm. would have re- yes, renamed by, <laughs> re- by every other team. Ooh. We you can go ahead and pencil that one in for next week's <laughs> day of the
0: week. <laughs> oh, I feel for Ryan, man. He's Like you said, he's putting up good, good numbers. He's just not getting the wins. and It is now official. This is the record nobody wants. Ryan has officially gotten off to the worst start in the history of WRBF, 0-7. Oh, God. I
1: feel for the guy. Mm, man, that could be a poll question. How many teams next week will – could Ooh. rename Tucker.
2: Ooh, that's you know? a
0: great idea. Ooh, all right, let's think. Oh, we got a, we got another idea for poll poll question. So that could be one. Let's t- let's let's we'll just come back to it. Put a pin in that for now. Let's talk about Kevin versus Dell. Kevin wins one fifty six point two to one twenty two point seven, and this is an impressive win for Kevin. Kevin could have fifty Dell if he would have started Marlon Mack over Alex Collins, and uh, you know, obviously would have been renamed Dell, and that would have been a. T- the second person in a row that Kevin would have renamed, uh, which is really, really impressive. And next up we got our – It's time for that WRBF. Stat of the week. Stat of the week. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right, stat of the week. This week is going to be for Dell. Dell has three losses this season. He has three losses in each – of dell's three losses have come against the highest scoring team that week that week and that is you've you've mentioned it a number of times before callahan how dell has the worst luck in the league and i i think that stat right there really illustrates it don't you think
1: if it wasn't for bad luck man i don't know if dell would have any luck (laughs) um you know i can i can relate with you know catching people's best weeks but man he's you know he he has a much better team than i do and it makes it you know so much harder to swallow um you know my guys are performing at their peak level i'm giving they're giving it all they can and i'm still losing his guys you know they may be giving 50% and just and scoring outrageous numbers but just running into a buzzsaw hitting the
0: high-scoring team those three weeks. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. But but don't look now. The apple of my eye, Kevin's team, my man crush, is starting to look really good. He's starting to look good. But I'm, I'm not going to get my hopes up. He's done this to me before where he, he got me really excited and let me down. But I'm telling you, he is going to be a team to reckon with down the road. And on a personal note, Kevin and his wife, Sheena, They just had their gender revealed this past weekend, and they are going to be expecting a baby boy. So congratulations, Kevin and Sheena.
1: Yeah, hey, congratulations. I'm really excited for them. Um, I saw a picture on Facebook. They might want to have Aaron take a look at their dog. He's looking a little blue. (laughs) (laughs) Something's
0: something's not right about that. Aaron's a vet. Got nice, well played, and that's how they revealed They had their dog come out in, like, blue paint or something or whatever. That that was was nice. Well done, man. But before we move on, I want to make sure I point out that Tyreek Hill did outscore Sammy Watkins yet again. Uh, Yes, thank you for pointing that
1: out. I appreciate it. (laughs) I don't have nightmares about that ever. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, I dropped the uh, Jacksonville defense that I kept
0: oh I, I didn't even notice that Ooh. Wow.
1: yeah and my other keepers on ir so yeah let's keep keep it moving keep it moving
0: <laughs> wow that could be one of the biggest blunders in wrbf history right there wow. i believe so <laughs> all right let's look at chris versus nick and chris chris wins 155.2 to 122.9 Maybe I was wrong about Chris. You know, uh, his, he's now tied for the second-best record in the league. Uh, 155.2 is Chris's highest-scoring game this year, uh, but he has scored over 100 points in every single game, um, which is impressive. He is, uh, he's in the crappiest division, so he'll probably get three more wins. Um, Chris, I mean, uh, Callahan, what are your thoughts on, on Chris right now?
1: I think Chris is that we may want to get a um, missing persons out for Sasquatch. He may be back in the mix. (laughs) Something's up. Something smells fishy about this.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's right.
1: Uh, When Chris left a voicemail, I could hear (laughs) the background. If you go back and replay it, (laughs) you can hear in the background some faint muttering And it sounds like a stifled
0: Sasquatch. <laughs> I think may you may be on I need to look something. into that. <laughs> I think you may be on something. Oh, Nick. Wow, and Nick loses again. He, this is his second loss in a row. That Saints quadruple stack lets Nick down. Uh, wow, I did not see this one coming. Did you, Callahan? What, what, I, I, I did, and
1: I didn't, I didn't mention it last week, but I was thinking it. You know, with Mark Ingram coming back, that's gonna. I don't. I don't know that that's gonna add points to any anyone else. If he wants to get all the Saints points, that's just gonna take up another roster spot for him. So he's. Uh, he's. You know, I don't know. A subtraction by addition or something. I, I don't know if that's the right term, but. You know, he's losing a roster spot trying to figure out if Mark Ingram or Alvin Kamara is gonna be the man, and I, that's just that's tough.
0: Yeah, that is gonna to be tough. But I mean he's he that's that's what he, he wrote he's got a lot invested in the Saints offense and you know he had success with that last year and so I guess he's thinking he's just gonna roll with it again. But I'm with you. It's gonna to be tough to predict which one of those running backs is gonna, you know, hit. And this we're gonna talk about it a little bit later, but in week eight, uh, he is going to be benching Mark Ingram. Um, and so we're gonna see if that pays off. Because he's got a lot invested in that Saints offense, so we we shall see. Yeah, um, if he, I mean, if he plays it right, if he plays his cards
1: right, he may end up getting second place again this year. Yeah, if, he, that, if he's lucky, that's uh he's got the stars are aligning for him.
0: Yeah, and then finally, me versus TJ, which was the dud game of the week, and it did live live up to those expectations. I win one forty. To 96.7. It was never close. It was a snooze fest. Uh, I will (laughs) never lose to TJ ever. Um, You can check my FML. It's going to be good again. Uh, (laughs) I started the players I I, I was supposed to start. Um, I had 33 points going into the weekend. I had a 33 point lead with my defense, so I thought for sure I was going to be renaming them. And I was pretty close to doing it, but I still get the win. TJ avoids a name change on Monday night football. Uh, do you want to tease ooh, this? We were talking about this in a little side chat. Do you want to tease the name that you unearthed as a potential new name for TJ down the road? Do you want to leave it, leave it for now. You had I'm
1: going to, I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to hold on to it. I did. I did look up, uh, talked to some inside sources, found out an old high school nickname of Tej. Yes. And we're going to have to, um, that may be for another time. I'm just going to stash that in my pocket and hold on to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh man, because he, he's going to get renamed. That's going to happen.
1: I mean, that's right. And eventually, Winkle Tits McGee is going to have to explain
0: that. Oh, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I may have said too much. Breaking news.
1: <laughs> I may have said too much.
0: <laughs> oh God, I cannot wait. All right, so we, let's let's give out a Dookie Award, uh, Tyler. Um, you know, a couple obvious candidates for the dookie award this week i always let you pick so i'm gonna let you pick yet again who is gonna be the dookie award winner
1: well i think everyone that can hear my voice knows that the lowest hanging fruit um you know like ellie could reach up and grab it (laughs) <laughs> it's going to be Tucker, but we're not going to do that to Tucker. All right. All right. We're not going to do that to Tucker.
0: Let's not rub it in that he scored 50 points. Let's That's not right. talk about we're,
1: that. We're not even going to talk about how bad his team is and how, you know. Oh,
0: you, you looked it up. Well, how many points did his starters average? What was it? Do you remember? Oh,
1: it was – so after the Sunday 1 o'clock games, his average was five points, 4.9 points. <laughs> and it wasn't sounds- much. Yeah, it, that was bad, man. Uh, we're not going to bring that up. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. yeah we're not going to talk about any of that. Right. We're not going to talk about how his highest score only had like nine points. We're not even going to mention that. Yeah. Let's overlook. And, uh, let, we're going to overlook that. Um, this week's Dookie award is going to go to Steve because of the Monday night blunder. Um, You know, it's just, oh man. And I hear, you know, if you take some of that Dookie maybe and like rub it into your scalp, it'll make some of that hair that you pulled out grow back. <laughs> But, <laughs> uh, you know, good luck with that.
0: <laughs> oh, and uh, That's just shitty luck, too, you know, on top of it. It is. It really is. Another layer to this Dookie mm-hmm. Award for Steve. So congratulations, Steve. All right, let's kind of look ahead to week eight. And uh, the waiver wire went down today. And you, 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 you kind of picked up on something that was pretty interesting. What was the What was one of the the first things you put in the notes for waiver wires? I want you to to lead it off, man. That was good. Tell people what um, you picked up on on the waiver. I, I wire. pick
1: I picked up on uh, Nick's on again, off again relationship with and with uh, the Browns wide receiver Antonio Callaway. Yes, yes. The dude, the dude has been picked up and dropped. I mean, if you. Holy smokes. I have to scroll and scroll and scroll when I click on the transactions because he's dropped him and added him so many times. And it's not even like, uh, it's, you know, it's like two weeks on again, off again. I mean, he isn't investing a lot of money, mostly because um, he sucks. <laughs> um, he's not a good player. Nobody really wants him. But, man, I, I'm really looking forward to uh, him adding him again, you know, maybe next week. Or yeah, maybe so, by the end, of, maybe by the
0: end of this week, you know, maybe, <laughs> right, right. Maybe on his team by Sunday. I don't He's know. On waivers right now. So Nick drafted him. Then he traded him to me, and I dropped him because I didn't want that bum. So Nick picks him up, and then he drops him, and then Nick picks him up, and then he drops him, and then Nick picks him up, and then he drops him, and but he spent a total of a dollar on those transactions. Right. So. We shall see. Uh, we shall see if he comes up yet again on the waiver wire. One thing that did uh, – another thing that came up on the waiver wire was Dell overspending on Kenyon Barner, uh, 32 – he overspent by 32 bucks. Um, that was his only waiver claim of the day. And he spent over 50% of his FAB money on Barner. Uh, he's obviously got a, a position that he needs to fill there, but – is Barner worth over fifty percent of his budget, and is is he worth thirty five dollars, Callahan? Do you think he's worth that I, much?
1: I I don't know if any Patriot running back is is worth that much just because of how they handle running backs. You know, it's right. it's always uh, hit or miss with with New England backfield. You know, for a few years now, right?
0: I agree. Okay. We'll see.
1: I mean, if he's going to drop that kind of cash on him, I hope he starts him this week.
0: I think he is going but, uh, to. He's, he's starting both of those running backs. He's got him and James White.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, you know, maybe he wanted to just invest that money so that he wouldn't – so no one else would, would have that, you know, against him maybe. But then that puts him in a tough spot trying to figure out who
0: or both to start. But, right. All right, well, you got some explaining to do. I want you to talk about your Tyrell Williams ad, and then I also want you to explain how you tried to add Rashad Penny and Cortland Sutton, but you couldn't because you didn't have enough room on your roster for him. Tell yeah, me I what had, happened. Yeah, yeah. So uh
1: so with Marshawn Lynch out, I moved him to the to IR and you know, that gave me a an a open spot on my roster, so I wanted one of those three guys. I wanted Tyrell Moore, so that's why I bid more for him. You know, the guy's the the leading scorer, um, wide wide receiver. Um Yeah, you had a nice on little the, debate on with the Nick Chargers. Back. Yeah, I mean he's he's leading the, the team in in points. Um so that's really what matters in fantasy football is, is the points. So true. Um so I you know, I felt it was I felt it was worth it. And I had Seventy-four dollars. I haven't really went. That's the most I've spent on someone this year, and I still have, you know, half my money left. So, so I'm how, cool did with it. You, how did I you feel good about it?
0: How did you put in a claim for Rashad Penny and Cortland Sutton, and then not have enough room for him?
1: Well, so one of those three would be my would would fill my empty spot, and if I got outbid for Tyrell Williams, oh. I would just that was my Plan B and Plan C. So, oh, okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Either way. Yeah. You tried to drop the same player for all three of those guys.
1: I wasn't dropping anyone because I had an empty spot. Oh,
0: I see. And you just had one spot. Ah, now right. I see. Now I see. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, interesting, interesting. We'll see if it pays off in the end. Uh, congratulations on Tyrell Williams. Uh, I don't think it's going to be It's yeah. going to be one of those like running back in New Orleans kind of a situations where it's going to be tough to pin down which wide receiver in Los Angeles is going to hit. But – He's hit a few times, so maybe he'll he'll uh, he'll pay off in the end. We yeah, and
1: he's on he's on a he's on a buy this week, so it won't be like an immediate return on investment. Anyways, it'll be a couple weeks.
0: That's true. All right, let's update the poll from last week. We talked about kickers, uh, and uh, Nick said, you know, we voted. Or, we already voted on this in the offseason owners meeting, but I did want to get give everybody a chance to kind of get their input in, especially those that weren't at the offseason owners meeting. So. Uh, the last last time I checked, it was six votes yes, zero votes no on eliminating kickers next year. So we're gonna move on, man. There's not gonna be kickers next year. Let's talk about our poll for our podcast poll for this week. You had mentioned a good one earlier. Um, we got a fake one, a fake poll question. So what do you think happens first? Yeah. Ryan gets his first win or Ryan's son Ezra gets his first fantasy football win? That's the fake one. Fake. <laughs> but you had a yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's fake. Real, real poll. What do you want to? What do which one do you want? Which one do you want to go with, Callahan?
1: Well, you know we can go with: Will Ryan win his first game, or will Tucker win another game? Yeah, yeah, I like Uh, that. that, That's a good one. That's a really good one. Um, I I think we should go. I think we should go with that one.
0: I think I think so too. I like your idea. So what we're gonna put that up on the on the podcast poll. What will happen first? Ryan getting his first win, or Tucker getting a, Tucker getting another win? So we'll put that up there. Let's look ahead to Week Eight. We got some really good matchups coming up in Week Eight. Dell versus Steve. Uh, Steve called Dell on the perfect week. He's uh, Dell's got Melvin Gordon and Ezekiel Elliott on a bye, His workhorse running backs out there. Um, and then I think that's obviously why Dell spent big on Barner. So what's your gut telling you, if you had to make a prediction right here at Callahan, who's going to come up with the win, Dell or Steve? I, I'm going to have to go with Steve
1: only because Dell's studs are on a bye. Right. And I don't I don't think it's going to be because Steve scores the most points this week. I think this is just going to be a, a, a legit loss. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. I, it's all going to depend on how the wide receiver – I mean, not water, so that running back, that New England running back field is going to um, go on Monday night. And it's going to, you know, there'll be some drama. It'll be another Monday night thriller when Steve has uh, Tom Brady and Edelman going also. So,
0: yeah,
1: be good. And good the point. kicker. Good Goss- point. Gostkowski. So Steve is is setting himself up for two straight Monday night <laughs> disappointments. Um, I'll be looking for Steve Tuesday at work. See how he.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, because be he's going to gonna be He's going to be cheering for that New England offense, except for the running backs out there against Buffalo. That's right. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Dale's right now currently starting both of those guys. So yeah, we'll see. That's going to be a good one. Uh, Logan is going up against TJ, and this is only the second time these two has, have ever faced off against each other. They're both four and three. Um, so this could very well be a uh, uh, a little foreshadowing to a playoff matchup down the road. These two are looking in, looking good going into the playoffs. So uh, we'll see who comes up on top here. Right now it looks like uh, Logan is projected to win 123.7 to 107. Uh, you know, TJ struggles to score over 100 points. Uh, so this, this could be another win for Logan. If, if I had to predict, I'd say Logan coming out of that tough Barry Sanders division is going to get yet another win and, and prove that we are the best division right there
1: uh i don't know man i think i think t is gonna get this one he he might be on the the little uphill on the on the roller coaster this week we'll see it's going to depend on how uh LeSean mccoy if Lashawn mccoy plays oh yeah yeah there you go he's gonna he's gonna be on a little bunny hill
0: right here <laughs> well you know he is going on the down slope right now after that tough loss to me uh, good luck good luck good luck uh kevin is going up against chris both these teams are five and two kevin has a six one and one head-to-head record against chris they tied a few years ago uh this is uh, on paper this is going to be a good matchup uh right now it is neck and neck as far as the projections chris is supposed to get 120.6 and kevin has got 120.1 so there's only a five tenths of a point difference right now in their projections the record is strong uh, but their lineups are looking good. They both scored like 150 points last week. Chris scored 155 and Kevin scored 156. So, man, this this I was thinking about making it the, the the game of the week because I think it could be really close. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think it could be close. I'm worried about uh for Kevin Marlon Mack. You know, he had some injuries earlier and had a big game, man. And and I don't know if he. You know, shot his wad that last week, and, and maybe uh, you know, do for a, a letdown this week. We'll see how that goes. Yeah, but uh, I think Kevin Kevin could pull it out. You know, he's he's battle tested coming out of the best division in the league, so uh, he's ready. He'll be he'll be ready. His his guys will be up to up for the up for the matchup.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think Kevin's going to win too because he. I love that team. I just love his. I love his team. His, his yes, team's we great.
1: all know that. And he has Tyreek Hill. So, Ooh, I wasn't going to bring it there. You're welcome.
0: <laughs> but the matchup of the week for week number eight will be Ryan versus Tim. Uh, as of right, as of right now, let me double check. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, right now it looks like Ryan is projected to one win, one fifteen point nine to one oh six point two. He's projected to get his first win of the season. Tim has struggled to score over 100 points in the past, and Ryan, I don't know if you knew this or not, but Ryan has scored at least 109 points in the past six weeks. So I think this is going to be a really close game, Uh, even though these two are the furthest away from each other, like literally, like geographically, they're the furthest away from each other in the league. So I want you to guess, and I know you bastard, you probably cheated and looked it up, But guess how many miles away these two live from each other? Well,
1: you're exactly right. I did cheat and look it up. Um, They are 6,561 miles apart uh, from Virginia to Turkmenistan. So,
0: yeah, that's a pretty long ways. Well, (laughs) you're a little bit off. (laughs) He doesn't live in Turkmenistan. He lives in Honduras. He actually lives in Kamayagua. (laughs) <laughs> come my Yagua. Come again. Come. A, come uh,
1: again. Bless you.
0: Bless you. <laughs> and I looked that up and it's 3,095 miles and mm. that a 58, just a short, quick 58 hour drive from Concord, Virginia to come again, uh, Honduras. <laughs> oh,
1: well, all right. Well, Hey, I'm gonna tell you what, Tim, being in the best division in the league, I think he has a pimp pan that will reach that far. And uh and I don't know if you know this or not. I don't I don't know if you know this or not, but Ryan hasn't won a game. <laughs> I, don't, cool. I don't know if you are this aware
0: keeps up. This if if, if, if history right. repeats itself. <laughs> yes. Oh, and then we got Tucker going up against Nick and the reputation of the entire engineering firm of Withers Ravenel rides on this matchup. Nick has won 7 out of the 10 matchup against matchups 10 out of men, seven out of ten mm. matchups against Tucker. There we Times go. Times they've played, yes. <laughs> Easy for me to say. And uh, as of right now, Nick has made some adjustments to his starting lineup. Coming off those two back-to-back losses, he got Smokey Brown as a wide receiver, and Mark Ingram is on the bench. And, uh, Callahan, did you have a chance to look up what Vegas – what the, what Vegas has a spread it on right now on this game? What the spread is? Um,
1: it's a lot to a little. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Uh, Nick to Tucker. So I think if you want to bet Tucker, you'd have to, or if you want to bet Nick, I think you'd have to probably drop 850 lemon pies to win $1. So
2: <laughs> it's uh, it's not
1: looking good, but I tell you what, I am pulling for Tucker so hard this week. You got Nick on the ropes. He is, I think he's kind of unsure about this new Orleans running back thing. Um And I, <laughs> Gosh, I cannot even imagine how much trash Tucker will talk if he somehow beats Nick. I am looking forward to throwing gasoline on that fire.
0: Oh, I can't wait. Tucker has been pretty quiet on the message board so far this season, and I think you're right. If he wins, it's going to blow up. (laughs) God, Tucker will be even more intolerable. (laughs) I cannot – if that's – you know, I can't even imagine – Oh, God. Well, I'll, you got me pulling for Tucker, too, now. Yeah, let's go, Tuck. And there are two more teams that we haven't talked about in Week 8, and they are you and me. We are going up against each other in Week 8. But I'm telling you what, man, I'm not letting my guard down against you. I'm not going to look at your horrible record, and I think that you're a team that I can overlook on my way to the playoffs. I'm not going to do that because you would have actually beaten me by point. Eight points. If we would have played last week, week seven, you would have beat me. So I'm not going to look at your shitty record and think that I can just please sleep on me. Asked you. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to look at our projections. You know, I'm projected to score 135. You're projected to score 120. I'm not going to get yeah Please don't. Please don't. (laughs) I'm not going to look at the fact that I'm six and one. I've I've scored the most points in the league so far. I have the best overall record. Wow.
1: you're going up against uh someone from the best division in the league, so you better you
0: better bring your A game boys. Ooh, we should have a friendly little podcast bet. We need to think of something right now. Like Loser has to do something on next week's podcast. Ooh. Okay.
1: Uh Loser has to recite a poem of oh. the winner's choice. Oh. Yeah, How okay. about that?
0: That sounds great. I love it. I love it.
1: All right. All right. All right. Uh, we, we shall oh God, I am gonna be looking up some Robert Frost or Ernest Hemingway or something.
0: Oh, it's gonna be great. Oh man, I've already got a sound bite queued up and I've been sitting <laughs> on it for years. <laughs> I've already got a recording that I'm going to mm. play of you reading a poem. <laughs>
1: reading a poem. So, so you're saying I may not even have to read. <laughs> right, right. I've already got it ready to go. Oh god, it's gonna be! Perfect. I, I wanted I wanted to mention about the Tucker uh, Nick game. Okay. Tucker Tucker has guys playing. Uh, there there are two games I really hate in the NFL, and they're Thursday night games mm-hmm. and Sunday Sunday morning games. They always like historically they're just bad. And damn if Tucker doesn't have four like <laughs> so many players playing out of that game. He has the Thursday night game. He has two. The Sunday morning game, he has to – I mean, it's just uh, – I want to hate everything about Tucker's team, but I really want him to win.
0: I know. And you really – you want to pull for him, but damn it, it's going to make it hard for pulling pull for him. His, his defense is on a bye. He's starting – he better update that shit. God almighty. <laughs> and, and you alluded to it. You got uh, Thursday night, tomorrow night, The Miami goes, goes up against Houston. And then, like you said, they've got a Sunday morning game at 930. Philly is going up against Jacksonville and London. We got Atlanta, Dallas, Tennessee, and the L.A. Chargers on a bye. So set up, set your lineups accordingly. Any last-minute things before we sign off, Callahan? No, that's it, man. That's all I got.
1: Look, looking forward to uh, this coming up weekend. It's going to be good. Um, yes, is. Going, you're going down, Clint.
0: <laughs> Get ready to read a poem, baby. You're
1: going down. Oh, good luck, everybody. Logan, take us out. Wah 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 wah